So check this out. Uh-oh. Earlier this week, I got a message. Earlier this week, I got a I got a message from a. <laughs> I won't I got even call a letter her a from the government. The other day. I won't even call her a listener, but oh God. some of we've we've been we've been moving small numbers, we're moving numbers on our IG, and I think that one of these folks listened to a previous episode where I showed my ass apparently and I talked about treating a young lady poorly because she had a big goiter on her neck and how I kissed her. Oh, shit, the goiter. Yeah, I remember that joke. She said, you you came across as such an insensitive bastard, but I've heard some of your other, I've heard some of your other episodes and you play as though you're some big intellectual. That was some of the trashiest shit that I've ever heard. And all I could Did she leave, was, she leave her cash out? No, she she didn't. But my, my response there was, thank you very much. Here's here's our Patreon link. That's that's the way to do it, brother. That's the way to do it. Dude, I'm, the thing that got me was that she, the thing that got me was she sent me, you know, if you're not friends with somebody on IG or whatever, yeah. usually they send yeah, you a hey, Do you know this person? Do you want to accept? And I'm like, well, I guess. Let me just go ahead and accept the job. Only for her to just give me give me the business. Gave you the works. <laughs> gave you the works. <laughs> and you know, the worst part about it is that Elgin on a regular basis tells me, I need for you to be more genuine, your true self. <laughs> tell these, tell these stories. Endear yourself with the people. And then I did this process. Boom, 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 boom. Welcome, welcome to the team. Welcome. You, you finally, you finally made it to the to, to the All Star team. That you could just objectify a woman like that and didn't Damn. even have the decency to talk to her. I was like, God. She must have a she must have a goiter on her neck. She she identifies with this woman too strongly. She way has too, similar way too strongly. Way too strongly. Way too strongly. Yeah. This fucking again, goiters united, motherfucker. I was like, we yeah. were having a bond story. Remember, ma'am, there's a mountain climber for every mountain, so Facts, some man. people will climb over that goiter on your neck to get through your mouth. <laughs> man. Your mouth. Boy. And the, 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 the newest session of the Insensitive Bastards has begun. We have a new session of the Insensitive Bastards. We just got the exclusive from the, from the treasurer of the Insensitive Bastards. Elgin tried to send me to the upper room. <laughs> I'm just here. I'm just a press. I'm just a press. I am also a press, but I'm just a press. Shut the hell up, Phil. <laughs> I'm here all week, ladies and gentlemen. I'm here all week. Add <laughs> Elgin on all of your social media platforms. Holla at me. This nigga tried to send me to the upper room today, though. 
Yes, welcome, welcome, welcome. What's up? What's up? What is up? Back once again, it is the Incredible in the Black podcast. And in case you weren't aware, this is a podcast dedicated to covering the current events and shows. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, man. I mean, listen, I don't know why. I just, I just say the shit that needs to be said. I mean, you know, it just pops in my head, it comes out the mouth. I don't know what the fuck I see, I am your host, Big Elvis, in the black himself. But you know I could never do this alone. Let me introduce the rest of my dermal- dermatological team. Crash, what's up? What's up, everybody? And I uh, want to formally, uh, real quick, thank both my brothers for their empathy and sympathy during my difficult period. Thank you, guys. <laughs> always, You man. know you are, brother. Always, man. Always. L, say what's up, man. <laughs> Uh, yeah, man, if you have a black head on your neck, don't pop it, okay? Rub some alcohol or let some guy rub his thighs on it. It'll, it'll pop off. <laughs> you don't, worry about it. <laughs> don't, you, don't you worry about it. <laughs> shut, shut up! We love making new holes, so that'll be... <laughs> hey, man, this ain't Dr. Pippa Popper. Shut up! Ah, just eight. <laughs> If you are checking this out on YouTube, make sure you hit that thumbs up and the subscribe button. Do both of them. It goes a long way and it's free because we know you guys are cheap. If you Make sure you follow us across social media at In The Black PDCST on Facebook, Twitter, and on Instagram. But the most important part, we want you guys to come on over and be a part of the family. L, tell these folks how they can do that if they want to do it. Man. Yeah, man. Come on over to our website, www.intheblackpdcst.com. Yeah, you got to put all this. Just put in the black podcast. And in the right-hand corner, click the Become Family tab. And I know, listen, man, in the height of the Ukraine-Russian war, there is a number of platforms and a number of shows that have been kicked off because of their politics and censored. Uh, we're fucking next. So give us Patreon money so we can go to fucking Rumble or some other site that's going to allow us to continue to tell Roland Martin and everybody else to kiss our ass. Rumble! Uh, so yeah please please man but hey there's two ways that you can actually donate uh cash app dollar sign in the black pdcst or literally become a member of our patreon we had a dope off the cuff segment man that you really want to be hearing those off the cuff segments tons of great information uh and listen i i don't know why sean is still laughing he started we was on some bullshit just now That's all, why. yeah all i did was come in and just say what he was thinking i mean kicking the doorway with the phone phone i'm his luther if <laughs> anybody remembers i'm his luther so yeah but yeah man yes. yeah, no, no doubt it's stupid you know what i'm I hate you, but let's let's go ahead and pay some bills real quick, man. Tonight's black box letter is brought to you by audiobooksnow.com. You all know that here at the ITB, we love us some books, but given our busy schedules, a lot of the times it's hard to sit down with one. But audiobooks now helps us to fix all of that. Now we can listen to our favorite books in the car with the kids while we're cooking or just whenever. And if you act now, you can get up to 50% off your first purchase. 
head on over to www.intheblackpodcast.com forward slash audiobooks now. And if you use the link there, you can take advantage of this opportunity right now. This is an affiliate link, so it's not going to cost you anything additional. But when you use the link, it kicks us back a little bit of change. Thank you guys for supporting us. Change for something strange. Give us some change for something strange. All right, family. We're going to get into tonight's black box letter. Unless you've been under a rock somewhere, living on the moon, whatever the case may be, I know that you are aware of the slap heard around the world. During Sunday night's Oscar event, uh, Will Smith got into it with Chris Rock. I think that's putting him mildly. Got into it with Chris Rock after he made a joke about his wife, Jada Smith, uh, Jada Pinkett Smith, excuse me. Uh, he walks yeah, up on stage. Say that, say that name correctly. Say that Pinkett, yep, say it right. I don't want her after me, man. So Jada Pinkett Smith walks up on stage and just hauls off and slaps, slaps the taste out of Chris Rock's mouth. To Chris Rock's credit, though, he didn't, he didn't, he didn't budge. He kept the show moving and didn't retaliate. Now, we are coming to you several days after this event, but I think one of the things that we wanted to, that I wanted to talk about that I don't think has been talked about, one is the punishment, and two is the disingenuous arguments that have been circulating since this whole thing came about, okay? There's been a lot of, well, let me let me take a step back and ask you guys and ask you guys after you saw it and realized that this wasn't a fucking prank what were your initial thoughts um, go ahead crush um i'll definitely uh i definitely remember when i first saw it i was uh oops, sitting in the studio and i just happened to uh check my profile when i saw it i was like am i what did i just see i wasn't sure exactly what i saw <clears throat> and after repeated viewings i said yeah he actually he really hauled off his lap my reaction i didn't even think it was real i didn't think it was real and my my second reaction was you know what could have motivated him to to, to what could he have possibly said to make him do that during a live event. Um, I thought they were cool. Yeah. Of course, yeah. the whole of course the whole thing comes out. You know, Jada reveals her alopecia the day before. He makes this joke, even though he kind of prefaced it. You know, it was too much for him. Yada yada. Um, but yeah, that was my reaction. Now I can I can go into what I think a little bit later. No problem. L, what did you think when you first saw me? I first thought it. I th- listen, I thought, damn, Will is on drugs. Uh, Will must be having a mental breakdown. Will must be um, something major has snapped with Will. Now, again, <clears throat> I've been in the minority by thinking that Will Smith is battling uh major mental health disorders in the background and that's one of the reasons why he continuously puts all this motivational bullshit out as a way to continue to try to navigate his difficulties that he's having 
from being in the spotlight from a young age, from being married to Jada Pickett Smith, dealing with children who are in their own spotlight. I really thought, oh my God, he's having a fucking meltdown. Because initially when you see the clip, you only hear a bit, a part of the joke that Chris Rock, and you're like, so what the fuck did he say that was so egregious to make you get up and go slap this man on live fucking TV in this, you know, at your job, right? So I'm like, damn, something, he snapped. My initial thoughts. Like I said, I think that my biggest takeaway from this entire thing was the disingenuous arguments that have been circulating since this whole thing popped off. I'm going to tell you up front, nobody comes out of this situation looking clean. Nobody. Every single person, entity involved is culpable in some form or fashion. But the thing that's been aggravating me is the arguments, the discussions that we've been having online, right? There have been these, these, one of the mean, first memes that I saw was from a brother that said, if your man doesn't agree with what Will Smith did, that should be a red flag. And that's stupid. He's stupid. Stupid, stupid shit. The next argument that we see is, well, we've got to be defending our black women. That's the best way he could have done it. From that's the same also women, stupid. That's completely, that's, that's completely ignorant. From the same women that Go ahead. beginning Please of this Me Too movement were talking about toxic masculinity and what masculinity should look like are giving kudos and credit to Will Smith walking up there and slapping another man and doing My it. My man, you being nice as shit. Because I'm thinking about the motherfuckers who was just a week ago applauding Katanji Brown Jackson from taking I was that type to, of abuse from white men. Like y'all was say, thinking that she was the fucking queen of, of Egypt, the way she took even, that dude, shit. Not even, not even that. Like, it shows you man. how quickly or how short our memory is, right? Because along those true. same lines, last week, people were bigging up Cory Booker, whether you think that it was performative or not, giving him all sorts of credit for defending this black woman in that space. We're writing think pieces about her. Or encouraging her. Sure, because not defending, but encouraging. I agree. Encouraging her. Or writing think pieces about her husband for how he's treating her in the the forehead. In the midst of all of this, that's how men should be treating and care of treating their women, right? Now, all of a sudden, the same women that were talking about that this is toxic masculinity went ahead and they're they're giving this dude all these kudos. So let's, I want us to be 100% here. Is the behavior toxic or is it just only suitable for you? Toxic behavior, let's be real, that you like toxic behavior, but only when it's suitable for you. That's one. I think it demonstrated how bad things really are in the community, in our community as a people, the way that these conversations have generated was some of the most disheartening and vexing shit that I have seen us engage in in a very long time. I mean, we exposed ourselves as not being very well read, Hmm. not having difficult conversations, not going to fucking therapy, not being able to communicate in a way where we can handle conflict our understanding of violence it's, it's, there's it's no bro there's no there's no there's no there's no understanding of honor and dignity mm. you know they, they, mm. they, 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 these are two separate things when it comes to these situations to me 
as sure. as, as far as how, how how I was raised, you know, um, you know, and my, my my you know my bottom line for it was that, yeah, as a husband, I can see where your feelings will come from if your man, even your man, came out the mouth on live television and says something that crosses a certain line that you know crosses a certain line for your for your mate. There's one thing in defending your woman's honor, but there's also a higher priority in maintaining her dignity. Mm. You know, because that would not be me. I, the first thing, commercial break. As soon as commercial break rolls around, we have a conversation we have backstage. A conversation. We have a conversation Facts. backstage. As Facts. soon as commercial break hit, I'm out the seat. And, 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 we're, and we're talking where... backstage and y'all gonna have to pause and extend the commercial because he's gonna have to go back out and apologize to all you white people for that wild shit he said about my wife. That's what's gonna happen. Yeah, yeah. Not Fact. me hauling off on another on my on my boy on my dude on live television. But I think he embarrassed himself ultimately. But go ahead. Man. Go and I think ahead. that's where I struggle with and question Will Smith's mental state, mm. right? Because as someone who has been known to have a temper to want to inflict violence when you cause my loved ones pain, anguish, upset them, shame, embarrassment. I want to stick all of my feet in your ass when you do that to my people, right? I want to do that. But the way he snapped off of what typically is the normal format for the Oscar shows where you have a comedian of sorts come out and give off-color jokes, roasting-type jokes to many of the people. Now, again, I'm not defending Chris. I ain't fucking sticking up for Jay. I don't give a fuck about none of them. Fuck them all. But I think the understanding of the format was fascinating to me how... This is not the first time Chris Rock has done this. This is not the first time Amy Schumer or any of these other... And I'm not defending the comedic aspect of it. I'm not doing that. I'm just saying, for the context of it, I'm just like, how did you go from zero to 60 off of this without something in the background pushing and provoking you and building up, leading to that? We know what that was. We know what that was. Ego. Ego. The way, the way he walked off that stage, that was the first thing my wife said. She said, you see the attitude on his face? That Listen, man felt yeah. he had the right to do that shit. That's ego. That's no, he ego slapped the right one. Yeah, he, 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 did. Did. he slapped the right one. He slapped the right yeah. one. He slapped the right he knew, one. He knew he could slap Chris Rock or not. I can't think of another black comedian that he would have went on stage and slapped like that. Z.T. Kirkland? Corey Holcomb? You think he would have slapped one of those people? I don't even think he would have slapped oh, Kevin Hart. Do you? Well, I don't. Maybe I think he would have too. I think he would have. But I, let's let's. Nah, let's I think say, Kevin would have put his foot in his ass. Go ahead. Yeah. Remove yeah, remove that. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I don't want to go down that path. But go ahead. Let's say let's say I mean I, this is all hypothetical, but we we get it. Sure. Lunell, Lunell said some raunchy wild. She would have said that you would have slapped Lunell. You would have slapped Amy Schumer. Let's not forget Regina Hall just made a joke like maybe 15 minutes ahead of time, basically saying that she was going to have sex with Will Smith. Basically, it's like she wants to <laughs> wanted to take Will Smith to go have sex. So is is it toxic or is it not toxic? Who are we slapping? Who aren't we slapping? And let's bring it back full fold. 
as much as that was toxic behavior by Will, let's keep it 100% funky. Jada was toxic as fuck. Jada was toxic as fuck. Why? Because a woman, a good woman, is supposed to be your peace. I know, I know your wives. I know that none of your wives, as hot as you guys could get, would have allowed you to get up out your fucking seat and go do that. They would have kept nah, you she safe. Wouldn't have. She would have waited for me to go to the safe. parking lot to get my gun, but she they wouldn't have let me go on nah, stage. She, nah, nah, <laughs> nah, yeah, yeah, my, 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 I mean, look, you know. They would have kept, there, there was, kept there was, you safe. Look, there was, just, there was just a situation just like that where she, <laughs> my wife was about to jump out of seat two or three times to come get come get so are, so are you the one um, are you the one that's the same chair this time is that what you got oh no no i mean it, it, it was during you know it was during during the service uh, <laughs> and uh and uh she but she was like oh no no she you got it you got it you're right but she knows she knows i me. cuss family out she, at my grandmother's she funeral me. i'm saying she, but she after knows i me. gave the fucking eulogy Cuss her all the way fuck out. You hear what I'm saying? Well, you know, my wife knows me. You know, she, she knows when I'm. She knows when I. She knows my body language. She knows when I'm when I'm getting too hot for a situation and what to do about me. But Jada, you're right. I mean, she. I, you're exactly right. As a wife, as a wife, battery all the way in his fucking back. I mean, if, if she was, and she always she, has. If she, was though, so much, right? if she was so much in her feelings that she didn't yeah. notice that her man was about to snap. Listen, I'm gonna give. I'm gonna tell you guys a story. So. When my wife and I first started dating and living with each other, when she was my girlfriend and we started living with each other, we lived in a house and had roommates. Needless to say that a lot of shit popped off one day and I got into an argument with one of these roommates and my wife, my girlfriend at the time, was there with me. And he made some offhand comment to me, an offhand comment to my girl. So I told her, I turned around, I looked at her, I looked at him. And me being an African, my first instinct was, I'm going to go get the fucking mesh at. I'm going to go in the house. I'm going to get the cutlass and we're going to have a conversation. After these are this argument, these words being thrown back and forth, little did I know that the old man that lives two houses down across the street was watching us have this altercation and called the police. As I started going in the house to go get the machete, my girl grabbed my arm and was like, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Please don't do it. You don't know what's going to happen. You don't know what he could do to you. I don't want you to do anything to him. Not even 30 seconds after she did that, she said that to me. Police pull up to the property. She saved my life that day. That's what a good woman would have done. But she allowed this dude to walk up there and haul off and then slap this dude. But, uh... In 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 this quote unquote full outrage about saving her honor, like if you don't agree with the joke, that's another thing. Uh, Patrice O'Neill one time, long time ago said, "God rest his soul," said that said that um, a good joke and a bad joke are all birthed from the same place. You don't know it's good or bad until it hits, right? So he's telling this joke. If you don't agree with the joke, you don't laugh at the joke. But uh, you know, and I'm not like, even defending. I'm not even defending the joke. No, 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 no. We get it. We but get at the it. same sure. time, it's like, come on, my guy. Like, how far? How far are we going to go? Because this sets a bad precedent, and that's why I bring it to full circle once again. We've talked about Jada. We talked about Will. The fucking Academy Awards. Let this dude sit there, and then still gave him a fucking award. Let me ask you a question, gentlemen. You guys work, have nine to fives, work very fucking hard for your money. If you went into work. And your supervisor came to you in the morning and started just talking reckless. And you hauled off and punched that motherfucker in the face. 
are is your is your job going to allow you to go to the fucking break room and get donuts and coffee? No, I'm going to they're jail. Gonna escort, they're escorting your ass off the I'm premises. I'm nine one one immediately. Look, man, this is the, this is the entertainment industry. There's no code of conduct. But okay, that, and that's part of the problem. There is a code of conduct. Immediately after Harvey Weinstein got hemmed up for his shit, they put out a new bylaws for the Academy Awards and said, we are not going to tolerate abuse of any kind, full stop, physical, sexual, or verbal. This nigga slapped somebody on live international TV. Mm. And y'all not only let him sit there, but then gave him a fucking award. Mm. You tell me where the fuck that makes sense. The bylaws aren't real. Now, all of a sudden, they're coming out and they're saying, oh, well, we're investigating it and thinking about, you know, the punishment. Now. You can't now. You can't now. That's been the biggest debate that I've been having, whether nope. or not he can be punished. Can't. And I was having this debate with one of the homeboys earlier. It's like, it's so far removed from the incident. How do you punish him now? But this is what he said. And you guys tell me what you think about this. He said that they he believes that the, the Academy has no choice but to punish him. Why? Because what happened set a precedent. So what that means is that anytime you have the Academy Awards, Golden Globes, whatever it is, someone doesn't like the, the, the host, somebody can come up the stage and haul off and smack them. It sets a bad precedent, right? It sets a bad precedent also because once again, because of the bylaws that he set. So these are the punishments that are going to be locked down. So if Will Smith, a billionaire, how do you punish him? Because this is what he laid out. Okay. You, remo you remove his award and you blackball him from Academy Awards going forward. And this is why it made some sense to me. Check this out. Will Smith, if you blackball him from the Academy Awards in every capacity, right? It fucks with his money. This is what he's laying out to me. Ooh. It fucks with his money. Why? Because no director, no, um, no movie, uh, um, no movie lot is going right. to pull Will Smith in You're right. to be a major yeah. role because they, if, can't if really they, can't, they, can't, they can't they can't submit their films for the awards. They can't really capitalize exactly. They can't even submit it. Not going to submit it. He might as well be doing fucking straight to DVD shits. Yeah, I think I think right. that would. And he and he, and he has, has exactly been knocking him out the park lately. Because that, I don't think they're that, gonna, that, that King Richard was some trash from what I've been hearing. But anyway, I don't think they're going to punish him. I don't think they're going to. Uh, I think I don't think that a, a presence has been set. I don't think that we're going to look up and every time we have one of these award ceremonies, someone is going to do something similar along the lines that Will Smith has done. I don't think that's what we're going to do. I don't want to well, buy into so so they go out into the real world, though. Chris Rock well, has gotten listen, extra security I, because of that shit now. Listen, listen, I think Chris Rock has gotten it. And I think that situation is different. I don't think that we're going to all of a sudden see this new level of motherfuckers just being upset with and saying, okay, Will Smith got away with it. Now all of a sudden I can do similar behavior to get away with it. I, I don't think that would take place. That, I just think that would be absurd. Yeah, I think that I find it difficult. I, I don't. I can't buy into well, that. We got to penalize, <laughs> huh? Hey, I don't think we should penalize one person. Though. He's you just been what? 
He's always been the safe Negro. One of the well, and I think ones. that's and I think that's part of the reason why this is going to play in his favor that he's not mm-hmm. going to get a consequence because he's always been the safe Negro. He doesn't have a radical revolutionary politicized bone in his body, so he's going to give their greatest apology. He's going to do all of those things to ingratiate himself back to the goodness of white graces. They're not going to take if they do you know what this does for them the other side right those people who like to gravitate to wokeness this is going to turn into a racial dynamic at this point in time Mm. if they take the oscars away from him now all of these black folks are going to proclaim that this is a racial thing that they're only treating will smith that way because he's he's black black. when they've been treating will smith like this long before they gave his an oscar they've been treating black folks so this is going to be the opportunity to turn this into some social justice bullshit when it has nothing to do in that capacity with social justice this is a situation that got out of hand i hate the fact that we as a people have been so conditioned to just gobble up this celebrity bullshit in a way that we have i mean i i it's just been so again vexing and disheartening watching us sit on the edge of our seats waiting to see this is genius chris rocks stand up concert ticket sales have gone through the week from skyrocketing jada's wacky nutty ass is going to put this red table bullshit out here oh, yeah, so yeah, 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 it's going to be the highest watch yeah. fucking apparently, apparently she's gonna she's going to allow will smith to talk about this on her on the, she's on gonna the allow her husband she's gonna fucking allow if i mean from a business control, standpoint it makes sense she's controlling the narrative from a business listen, standpoint Martin Zuckerberg it's trash, it. I'm sure, I'm sure Zuckerberg it's, it's br- again it's brilliant Zuckerberg but we're going to we're going to be the ones who are going to be sitting back watching this and we're so divided over billionaires money and their status and these motherfuckers don't give a fuck Chris Rock sat there and and listened to this white dude use nigger tons of times in front of him and and was cool with it and nutty ass Jerry Seinfeld had to correct him Will Smith everybody wants to give him this hood credit because they think he's from West Philly Will Smith is not from fucking West Philly Will Smith is from fucking Overbrook like I said he's always been a magic negro yeah he's always been a magic negro so but we're so man listen if you just type in Will Smith on YouTube or anything you just fucking type in WI everybody has an opinion and thought process about this shit and I'm like motherfuckers why people people I mean people like regular people like to see people with money make things messy the the Kardashians have made billions of dollars from from that one last thing before we jump to the next topic the a democratic pollster a fairly notable democratic pollster did a poll basically asking hey how do you america feel about this whole will smith and chris rock thing they polled over 2000 people i think almost 2200 people and 53% think that will smith was right for getting up there and slapping the shit out of chris rock that night so that's that's where we are as a i guess as a society right now L, what we got next on deck, my guy? 
Oh, well, looks like uh, some of Sean's favorite people are at, you know, doing the good work, doing the good work of the good politicians, the squad, the squad, the squad, the squad. Some of Sean's favorite people. Uh, <laughs> Why do you always particularly do particularly his favorite person? Just lay the uh, fucking groundwork down and say. Yeah, that's who I call. I don't even call her AOC no more. I call her Ock. You know, I'm not giving up no fucking. This motherfucker got his hemorrhoids flaring tonight. Bro, I tell you. So, Ock Ock calls on Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas to resign. And listen, man. That in and of itself should be the punchline for a joke, right? You got AOC calling on Supreme Court Justice Clarence the Coon Thomas to resign. And I only use Coon when it fits perfectly. And for this motherfucker right here, uh, this shit fits perfectly. So why is AOC, a.k.a. Ock, calling for Supreme Justice Clarence Thomas to resign. Mm. It's his white wife. And I think, see, that's the punchline. <laughs> Why? Shut the hell up. You are just the worst. He's married, he's married to a white woman. So, listen, here's what his white wife, Jenny Thomas, and anytime a white woman's name is Jenny, it's Virginia. Problem. Yeah, <laughs> same, same her name is Virginia. They call her, her Jenny throughout the article. They call her Jenny. They know in conservative right-wing circles as Jenny. Like, that's what they call her, Jenny. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So for our show, we'll call her Virginia. Okay, Virginia Thomas. After they want, many people are calling for Clarence Thomas to resign because text messages have been shared and discovered. I think over 29 text messages have come out where Virginia Jenny Thomas, a conservative, this is hilarious, a conservative activist and lawyer reached out to then White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows multiple times in the weeks after the 2020 election, pushing for Mark Meadows to do what? Overthrow the election. Overthrow yep. the election. And this quote right here, well, I thought it was so fascinating. Jenny says to Mark Meadows in a text message, don't concede. It takes time for the army who is gathering for his back. Don't concede. It takes time for the army who is gathering for his back. Jenny Thomas, wife of Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas. Absolutely cuckoo. Uh, part of the problem is that you see the narrative, the conservative Anglo-Saxon slash uh, Protestant, whatever you want to call it, evangelical angle that they pushed because Mark Meadows' response to that was, this is a battle of good and evil. And he then goes on to quote the Bible to her about how he's going to, sh how President Trump is the real president and that they need a new, uh, a correct leader and all this other stuff. Jeannie, Jeannie Thomas has always been, she's never always come on man well, always let me say this, let me say this. Uh, don't take a step back on this white bitch no, 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 now no, no, don't no, no. do it let me let me, don't, let me don't, say don't, this have we do we've all we've all have that one guy that's like the middleman we know him as the middleman like he's the connect yes. between you yeah, yeah, and yeah. getting just about malik anything that you malik on third avenue yes what up malik <laughs> so 
Jeannie Thomas is not a mover and shaker per se herself, but she's She's always in the room of influencers and movers and shakers. And she's been at the forefront of this whole Trump overturning the election. The whole narrative of calling it a heist came from her and her cronies, so to speak. Right. So it shows you the level of influence that she's had. And then we you have to take a step back and look at when they were looking to say, OK, we're going to when Trump tried to have the Supreme Court or petition for the Supreme Court to block them accessing White House information, who was the sole person that said no, that they're not going to get his the White House's information? Clarence Thomas was the sole justice that voted to not allow them to have access to White House information after January 6th. Do, 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 Even do, the clown do, do. The clowns that Trump put on the on the court before then were like, yeah, there's nothing I can do, my guy. Like, we got to let you, we got to give up this information. Clarence Thomas, the only person that was like, nah, keep that shit secret. I wonder why he wanted to keep that shit secret. Because he knew that his wife was going to be implicated in it. Now, now she is. Now here we come are, on, and we're trying on, to find some way to. We're trying to find some way to leverage this. This is the problem that I have. Democrats are going to try and use this now going forward. The AOCs, the and I don't have anything necessarily disparaging against them. I know that they're not Elgin's favorite people, but it's like I hate them motherfuckers. Go ahead. I, I I know you do. I know you do. But at the same time, I my fear is my belief is Democrats are going to ride this shit to the election. Be like, well, you know that these are the efforts that these Republicans are putting in place. You've got to be able to find a, you know, continue to put Joe Biden in the office because, you know, we're looking at getting another Supreme Court justice and we got to get Clarence Thomas off instead of actually focusing on the shit that we put you in office to really pay attention to. I'm still waiting for my child tax credit to come back. I'm still waiting for your man to finally decide whether or not he wants to actually forgive thirty to $40,000 of student loans. Oh, boy. I'm so, waiting for AOC and them to be mad about the money that Biden is sending over to fucking Ukraine. Send over to when you you can't you can't find money for the child tax credit, but you found eight hundred million dollars to fucking give to Ukraine like that. So I'm I'm really you didn't cut the eviction moratorium. You didn't cut the child tax. You didn't cut everything. You haven't passed shit. But the moment that that shit popped off, you were able to find eight hundred billion, eight hundred million dollars, just like that. Million dollars. They couldn't put together eight hundred million dollars to give to you to pass as a uh, as a what what do they call it? Another stimulus for you. And let me say this, man. I don't have an issue with folks who want to swirl or be in interracial relationships and all that other bullshit. I don't give a fuck who you sleep with and who you laid up with. My concern always is the same. The politics of your mate will influence your fucking decision making. I'm telling you, who you sleep with, who you lay with, who you swap spit with and other bodily fluids will influence your decision-making. My decision-making influences my wife's. My wife's decision-making and her views influences mine because we have an intimate connection. There's no way in hell that you can possibly think or consider that Jenny has not influenced 
Or maybe they just influence each other because both of these motherfuckers is nutty. Shit. Both, nutty. Both nothing. You know what I mean? So, so that's where when it comes to having the conversation about interracial relationships, it's not the, the white people that you lay up with or whatever the case may be. It's their politics. Mm-hmm. It's what they stand for. And that should be with anybody, even people who have the same you as you. That's what true. are their politics? How do what they believe influence and benefit or cause harm to people like you? It look like, like you. Yep. I give you that 100%. 100%. Do you think they're going to find a way to be able to impeach him or get rid of him? Because this thing seems to be catching know, steam. I mean, it seems to be catching steam. I don't, I mean, I don't the, see the, 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 president is, the president isn't good. It, I don't think they the will be able to. I think if, if they got to be able to somehow directly connect one of those messages somehow, and so far they wouldn't, ha- they haven't been able to find his name or a, a a reference to him at that all. That is true. But that if is they true. find one, just one, they gonna get Clarence the fuck up out of here. But right now, now they, they haven't they haven't been able to find any. One of the things that they've been alluding to, and it's not concrete evidence, but one of the things they've been alluding to is that they never, in conversation or even in public, refer to themselves as like as by their names or their honey or whatever. They call themselves each other's best friend. So through these text messages multiple times, you see Jenny referring to having conversations with her best friend when she's talking to Mark Meadows. The insinuation is that it's Thomas, but they can't prove it at this point. Um, We know that we've seen folks like Mitch McConnell and other Republicans come out and say having Clarence Thomas uh, recuse himself or even the thought of impeachment is like blasphemous. There's no way that that's going to happen. Mind you, these are the same group of folks that just because an election was coming up around the corner refused to even look at a dude for fucking justice seat in the first place. So it's really interesting. Maybe the irony doesn't really wash over them, but that's a whole that's a whole other kettle of fish. Now, I'm going to ask you both, especially Elgin at this point, because he's such a hater of the squad. Um, <laughs> do, you think, do you think that there's anything that they can do to move this in the right direction? Or do you think that no. it's just going to be them making noise for the Democratic Party? I just think it's going to be them making noise. I don't. I don't even think this is a worthy battle at the moment, right? Mm. I think mm. I would. This would be something that I would wait for more information before I put fuel and energy behind it before I go further. Like I don't. I don't. I don't think it holds anything at the moment uh, to go after. Like yeah. you don't have Clarence Thomas at the moment dead to rights. Like you're mm-hmm. digging to try to find, and you have way bigger battles to be fighting yeah. right now. Bigger fish you can to always fight come right after now. Jenny and fucking Clarence later on. Yeah, you can get this one down a little bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, now before we get on to the next topic of the night, this next segment is brought to you by Molecule. Molecule mattresses, man, I'm in the market right now for a new mattress. These mattresses apparently stay cool regardless of what, and I'm one that gets hot when I sleep too. So it seems like things right up. Shut the hell up. You get hot when you sleep. My, my wife, you know what? <laughs> hey, you know what? I do not want another. I do not want another mysterious woman in my inbox telling me how much of a bastard I am again because I so Molecule Mattresses, make sure that you go over to our partnership website, www 
www.intheblackpodcast.com forward slash molecule so that you can check that out. Use the special gift code there and you can get up to 30% off the entire the entire site. That's pillows, sheets, mattresses, all of that stuff. Molecule mattresses. <laughs> Phil, what we got on deck next, man? I found a rather interesting article about the struggles that uh, the town of Mason in Tennessee is going through uh, with the state comptrollers. Apparently, uh, the state comptrollers are trying to force the state to give up its charter uh, because they can't pay off its debt. Um, but regardless of uh, the possibility of the uh, Ford Motor Company coming in with a new plant uh, to help finance the town, they're still being forced to uh, give up their charter. Um, officials from Mason are claiming racial bias because uh, same uh, these same efforts are been used to stabilize other majority white towns in the, in the, in the area. But the, the argument is still ongoing. Um, they say that uh, actually the out, seven out of eight of the Mason officials are black, which is a very different racial makeup than seven years ago uh, when all the officials were actually white. Uh, but the residents are very frustrated and believe that the town was majority white, like their neighbors. The comptroller's office would have acted differently from the very beginning. Um, hmm. What do you think, gentlemen? This is just redlining by a new name, man. Mm -hmm. I'm not surprised. That's what, by that's what it looked like to me. I'm, I'm not surprised by it, to be very honest with you. We've already, I think we talked about it some time ago about how black home ownership is yep. dwindling at the fastest rate of any other group in the United States. They're getting yeah. pushed out of home, home ownership faster than any other group. I just saw on NPR not too long ago, and I don't want to diverge too far from what Phil's talking about, but I thought it was very pertinent. We There was an article online where they talked about a family that was trying to sell their home, a couple, that, a black couple that was trying to sell their home, right? And they've been trying to sell their home in this current market for about two months, but they got the home appraised. And they, when they got the home appraised, they realized through comparison and talking to other folks that their home appraised for $100,000 less than a white couple that had done the same thing. Same area, same type of house, same layout, the whole nine. So you know what they did? They took down all of their African art, cleaned up the house, took all mm -hmm. their pictures down, and they mm. even had a white friend of theirs come and pose come as the it. owner yeah. of the home, and they ended up getting 150000 more in more. terms of the appraisal for the home. So when we talk about systemic racism, we're not necessarily just pulling shit out of our ass. We're talking about these instances where there seems to be, at the very least, even if there isn't a blueprint, an index for it, there is a culture in all of these industries that lead to the, the unfortunate uh, disbenefit, if you, whatever you want to call it, for Black people and people of color at the end of the day. And, you know, I remember what you said earlier about uh, companies being culpable in institutional racism. And you find out that the Ford Motor Company had to make a statement to CNN about the situation. And they're mm -hmm. aware of the tension between Mason and the comptrollers. And they said they've reached out to the state and local community, and they're absolutely committed to being a good neighbor and providing inclusive and equitable opportunities for West Tennesseans, including the residents of Mason. So, but what does what does that ultimately mean, and who's going to be the ones Nothing. to hold their <laughs> who over who over who because over they're gonna, oversight? They're going to build. They're going to build, build in Mason, but give all the jobs to Tipton. Yeah. Who? who again, it's it's. Because and they I can hate give the jobs to, wherever they want to. 
not provide the the, the an accurate journalistic and anal- analysis on this, but it's the same shit. This is what we have been continuing to see take place. Even we can work hard, we can strive, we can save, we can, you know, stay out of jail, we can stay single, we can get married, not have kids, we can do everything that goes according to their so-called fucking playbook, and they fuck us either way. This is just another form of fashion of them doing it. Like O said, redlining, gentrification, it's the same shit. And then you see these other big companies that are on the fringe of being directly the ones who are poking the buttons, but they're far enough away that they don't get their hands too dirty. But if things move in a certain direction, they can reap all of the benefits. All the benefits. Money. No, you're right about that. It's so nefarious, man. And I, I just, jeez. Ironically enough, the Comptroller's office has never pushed another town to give up its charter. So, so that becomes a that becomes a bigger question. So this will be this will be a first in 153 years, apparently. So and they, is, and they, and they give up the charter, all the profits that Ford would generate for that town will go to the go to their neighbor. I have to mis, I have to correct that. By the way. But it looks their, like they might have and their neighbor, their neighbor community being predominantly white, though. Of course. Yep. Oh yeah. And how do we how do we fight against these things? <clears throat> what what do we as poor working class people do to prevent to fight back <clears throat> to na- to navigate these fucking minefields that are out there for us? And, and I get so weary because I just don't know how we continue we can continue in this direction like it might be time for us to fucking pack up and go somewhere else and leave this motherfucker to burn to the ground hopefully it burns soon. the only thing that i, I don't can know think of, to be honest with you i mean i know that there's i'm going to get some pushback but i think the only thing that we can really do is to find continue to find people and that are anti the black leadership class on a local level in our political sphere what I mean by that is that the aldermen, all these folks that have yeah, been here yeah, for hundreds yeah. of years that have governed us into these holes, we got to find these people that are willing to fight and rock the boat. And it, all politics is local, right? Those folks that are going to be the best dog catcher and be the best dog catcher that you could think of is going to be to the benefit of the community, not to these same aldermen and these same councilmen that are ultimately going to yeah. pocket these money for donations and then gentrify your neighborhoods or not bring those benefits into your neighborhoods. I think that that's where we need to start because we far too often we focus on these national level, these national uh, these national races when at the end of the day you got to get through these political races. These political races have a day-to-day impact on you. Who picks up your trash? How your taxes are spent? Where your kids go to school? How those monies, monies are dispersed? We don't think about that. You know what I mean? I mean, I mean, most of those officials in Mason are black, but we don't know who they are. We don't know. I mean, clearly... They've allowed the city to be, well, they're, they're responsible for the debt. Obviously. But some, but some, but every time I see situations like that, I'm like, were they set up? You know, like, were they set up like that way? I can I mean, it. you know, because, like, you may get the, the, the most genius valedictorian CPA, young black CPA in there, 
But if he sees a mountain of debt from over five years, it's going to take him. I don't, I don't know. No, I, I I can dig it because we ended up we end up putting ourselves in these holes that we can never really fully never, dig never ourselves out. To magically resurrect get ourselves out of. Yeah, you read about that. You read about that. And the o- only only and the worst part is if we succeed, and if they succeed in turning it around, the comptroller is to call the credit. Yeah, they'll find somebody else to to take the credit for everything. Yeah, they'll you're take all the credit. Oh yeah, you're, you're, you're our good little black town. Y'all made it. Great. <coughs> Great. You now get you're thumbs not, up. You get a thumbs up. Now you're <laughs> ripe enough for us to start gentrifying you guys. <laughs> now we can move in. Yeah, now we can get in. There. I what's funny is that the other day I went to my wife and I went to a Wizards game and they played the uh the dubs the other night. And downtown DC where the uh Jesus. where the Verizon, excuse me, not Verizon, not the Verizon Center anymore. I'm sorry. No, it's not the Verizon Capital, anymore. Capital One Center, right? Chinatown, we're in that area. Back in the 80s, early to mid 90s, nobody wanted to be down there. No, not a, not it a was person. Very, very it was extremely. It was extremely black, extremely immigrant, extremely Latino. Mm-hmm. Not anymore. But now I went downtown with my wife the other day, and I was talking to my mom, and I said. If when we came to this country, because we lived in DC for many years when we got into this country, to compare it then to what it looks like now, it is a completely, completely different world. It doesn't look anywhere close to the same. Two o'clock in the morning, you see little white girls running around Chinatown jogging. You weren't yep. going to see that in the early in the eighties and the no, early nineties. No, 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 no. Not in that area, anyway. You might see me, but I won't see that. And that's the same thing that's taking place in most major used-to-be black cities, right? Yep. D.C., Chocolate City. It's not Chocolate City anymore. It's not as chocolate anymore. Not as chocolate. Still a lot of black people, but not as chocolate. No, no they get, they're getting pushed to the further Maryland. part of D.C. and then into P.G. County. That's been the biggest, and that's been one of the... And, that's a, and this is part of the problem, though, because you're getting pushed into... Come another on. area, but housing prices everywhere are going sky high. So how do you expect these same people that couldn't afford housing anymore in these areas? And now we... you, you said it. You said it. Okay. I don't know. How, I don't know how they're going to manage it because me and my wife are looking at homes now, and I'm not trying to, you know, pat myself. Oh, on the up, back, man. We know what you're doing. Sure. Yeah, you're yeah. I'm not trying to pat myself on the back, but I'm going to pat myself on the back. So we're looking for another house. Oh, God. And all of the homes that we're looking at at this point, it's not by choice. So I want to make sure I'm very clear about that. All the homes that we're seeing in our area where we want to live are 578 on up. 578 Easy. on up. Without, Easy. Not even blinking. Not even breaking a sweat, bro. Mm-hmm. And I'm how I don't I don't know how you expect. I know it's stereotypical. I know it's low end, but I don't see how you expect a single parent with two kids or one kid to come out there and do that. Five hundred something thousand, even if you put that's down just be house poor. Three thousand dollars a month in mortgage. Yeah, bro, listen, how you even working class two parent cribs? You listen. You're not doing it, man. Uh, we, You're we, not we, we, doing we've been, it. We've been struggling looking for a new house, new house too, because we've been fixing up our 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 spot for that's, the past year. 
That's and been it. Yep. We're, we're at the very tail end of our renovations right now, and she's starting to get real antsy. And we've seen some areas that appeal to us 100%. But, um, you know, the most of our, uh, most of the listings that we're hearing about are through word of mouth now. Mm-hmm. Not even like like she still goes to Zillow, but now she's getting little, but now she's getting hints from friends through other friends and like yeah, it's, it's the it's once again it's the connects that be trying to help so you out. Now, so now we're going through the nigga net. Yeah, like, I do you, see, you, you got and to remember if we're if we're doing it, they're doing it also. Yeah, that's a very, that's a very right. good point. Right, that's there's, a, there's, there's a lot of point. there's a lot of private listings going on passing between friends. They that's have a, that's they have power point. influence to do it in a yeah. way that we don't have it. That's so, and I think point. in the long run, you're going to end up seeing more segregated communities, but not only segregated along racial lines, but segregated class. along class lines. Yeah. And, and you're seeing it more and more, man. You are seeing the, yeah, you're seeing the haves continue to gain and to eat and those who don't continue to starve we miss a whole new kind of project soon sports 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 a thing. whole new kind of project motherfucking buffalo bills just got 850 million dollars the largest amount of money that a, a football team a professional sports team has ever gotten from a city for a new stadium $850 million for a fucking stadium in Buffalo, Buffalo where the poverty line is incredibly high. It's, it, dude, listen, and, and he's a billionaire owner. So who's going to be paying that eight hundred and fifty million? Well, you know what they you know what they say: the rich don't get rich by spending their own money, no, man. But God, they get damn, rich for God, eating on damn. the poor, bro. He's a billionaire, and he's going to pass that whole thing on to. And the motherfucking governor is signing off on it. But that's the whole thing, like the taxpayers. And I bet you, if you poll these people, because I know I've seen it before, you poll these mm-hmm. people, and they're like, "Nigga, we don't need a new stadium. What the fuck are you doing? Especially if it's going to put another hundred or whatever dollars yeah, off and burden on me and my family." And look, let's not begin to the construction. Bro. You know like, how, how disruptive that's going to be on its own. Because yeah. it's not like it's not like they're going to hire everyone from Buffalo, right? Why would they? Their best friends are coming in there for with those jobs with their own staff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those, con- well, those contracts. Some people, people already got them contracts. Yeah, yeah contracts pre filled. I see it. They just yep. have to, you know, suffer and not go to be able to go to work or God knows mm. what. Yeah, anyway. All right, right about now is the time when we'd like to give you little tidbits of news or words of wisdom that you can take with yourself into the week. Crush, what's up, man? Um, uh, I guess uh, the, the thing I want to uh, impart uh, the most is um, I, I uh, thank you to uh, everyone who has uh, you know, shown me a lot of love and consideration the past couple of weeks. Um, it's, been, uh, it's been massive and intense, and uh, I really appreciate it. Um, and uh, just want to send a shout out to my family. Um, you know, I am not a loner any longer. I know I wasn't, and uh, I definitely uh, love you all. Uh, also, uh, check out uh, Fife uh, and Cypress Hill's new albums. Uh, pretty good. The Fife one, a little emotional, but the hmm. uh, Cypress Hill one is surprisingly good. Hmm. That's what's up. Yo, what's up, man? For me, man, it's about self-care. It is about 
protecting, preserving, maintaining, and sustaining self. Uh, I continually preach this same thing that I'm sure at my memorial, they're going to say that they got tired of me saying this, but I want people to do, to be able to do three things effectively. I think it produces self-care. I think it strengthens relationships. I think it just protects us all around to be able to tell people what you want, what you need, and how you feel. I strongly believe that if people can do those three things effectively without fear, their lives will absolutely change for the better. Fuck all that manifesting shit. Fuck all that speaking shit into existence. Do the work and actually tell people how you feel, what you want, and what you need, and watch your life change. Take care of yourself out there, man. No doubt. Uh, what's up for me is just a little tidbit, not even a tidbit, but uh, I want you guys to go on YouTube and watch this video. Uh, the state of Oklahoma has the highest number of executions of any yes. state in the United States per capita. I think per they've capita. executed damn near 150 people over the past Jeez. 50 years. So yep. they're 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 and I thought that it was going to be Texas, but apparently Oklahoma loves no. to kill some motherfuckers. So Vice did a thing. It's about thirty minutes, maybe, maybe not. Shout out to Vice hey, for the work they yeah, do, Vice, man. Vice puts, Vice puts on some shit. Uh, well, no, but well, I I don't know if that's the state, but I know there's a state that recently implemented that back into 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 rotation. But they what they did was they followed this brother from day one of being put in jail to the end of his execution and the pro not just the process of what he went through the emotional turmoil he went through talking to his family going through all of the appeals and all that other stuff and just following him and seeing his life and it's i've never been a proponent of the death penalty not because i don't think that there's some folks that don't deserve to get it but because of the way our system works, we are so willy-nilly, so frivolous about how we apply it that there are so many mistakes. And this you're talking about the life of another human being. That's not something that you can afford to make a mistake with. So that's the reason why I'm not a proponent of the death penalty. But watching this was a very, very, very eye-opening, very, very emotional I suggest that you guys check it out when you get an opportunity. It's called, uh, it basically, it's titled We Followed an Inmate to the Execution Chamber. So, from Vice, you find it on YouTube. L, where can folks find you if they want to find you, man? At Elgin Bailey, man. At Elgin Bailey on all social media platforms. Holler at me. No doubt. Crush, where can people find you if they want to find you, man? Man, you can find me on Instagram at SB Methods. Oh, and you can also find me tomorrow presenting with my brothers at the 48th Annual DC History Conference. No doubt. That's what's oh, up. Shit. Okay, player. And I'm Big O, Mr. In the Black himself. You can find me on Twitter and on Instagram at MR underscore in the black. Stay out of my DMs if you're going to talk that shit. Um, but <laughs> we want to thank you once again. You can't stop white women from doing that shit. I know. I know. I know. Ooh, I'm just a no good I'm just a no good bastard that hates women with Twitters, apparently. <laughs> but you no, know, insensitive you bastard. Ins yes, my bad. Insensitive bastard, bastard that hates women with Goiters. That's going on the merch. That's insensitive yes. bastard. 
you can you can follow us across social media at in the black pdcst on facebook twitter and instagram make sure you come on over to our patreon you will not regret it make sure you follow and check us out at our webpage so you can see past episodes at www.intheblackpodcast.com but as always until next time informed intelligent in the black in the black peace peace This is, this is the In The Black Podcast. In The Black, bro. Hands <laughs> down, one of the this best is. podcasts I ever heard, though. I like y'all. Word. Fredrix, what up? I read a black copy, Fredrix. Listen. In The Black Podcast, think your lad is all facts. He don't like that, the fault fact. In The Black Podcast, don't talk trash. Switch fast if you ain't raw, then you're whack. Informed, intelligent elements, always relevant. Not for the weak and delicate. This is eloquent excellence. We are setting the precedence. Resting them my excrement. In the black podcast, the truth like the testament. Don't know, black up he bro, man a specialist. No what the podcast broadcast, y'all mess with this. Like said they my cheat, who no dweed so effortless. I listen them, I learn, man, them listen them, I benefit. Reporting current event, everything that is prevalent. This is so exquisite, the scientific experiment. Giving you the news, not views without evidence. Telling you the truth, sentiments without embellishments. Relax, these are the facts, bringing them to your residence. In your house or your tenement, listen to hear intelligence. Body filled with Melody power that's so settling bright in the stars, bringing some light back to the desolate. In the black podcast, that your lad is all facts. You don't like that before. In the black podcast, they punt up. Who looks at watch black up here? Chat me down. In the black podcast, that your lad is all facts. You don't like that before. In the black podcast, we all lost. They will let them count. None of them will count. Just like that, though. Yeah, <laughs> 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 <laughs>